Attention freelancers and solopreneurs. Freelancers and solopreneurs. You are tuning into the Remote CEO, a show that will help you scale your business, become the authority in your market, grow into a better leader, and create your remote empire. And now, your host, acclaimed business coach and entrepreneur, Deniero B. What's going on, CEOs? This is Deniero B, and you are listening to the Saturday interview episode of the Remote CEO Show. I always make sure to have the most interesting guests and ask them practical and actionable questions so that you can take that knowledge and scale your business with it. So if you do enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to leave a review on your podcast app. It only takes a couple of minutes and it will make a big difference. Now, don't forget that we do release the five-minute episodes every single day at around 6 a.m. Eastern time. So subscribe to the show and you will get bite-sized actionable content delivered for free to your device. Also, share this podcast with other fellow entrepreneurs, freelancers, and solopreneurs. You're on the rise, so it only makes sense that you share this journey with like-minded people. And don't forget that the more you talk about these topics with other people, the more you will understand them and make them part of your everyday life. And now, let's get started. What's going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Jesus Corona. Jesus is an internet sensation, a TikTok sensation. He went from zero to over 600,000 followers in a matter of a few months, and he teaches people how to run businesses. His profile is super cool. Again, it's all about business, but he's also teaching people how to scale their TikTok. So hear us out today. This is going to be an amazing conversation. I can't wait to ask him some questions about how to grow a TikTok account in 2020. All right. Thank you so much, Jesus, for being on the show today, man. Uh, so I was introduced to you uh, by Adam Tatuji. I checked out your TikTok right away, man, and I fell in love with what you're doing, man. So can you give us a bit of a background? You know, what were you doing before TikTok? Were you working on Instagram? What other projects were you working on? Um, so before I got into TikTok, my very first kind of like entrepreneurial experience and journey was actually drop shipping. And um, it went well. I scaled it pretty quick in the first three months. But then I realized that there was just way too many moving parts uh, there was way too many things that could go wrong at any given second. And the profit margin just wasn't there enough to make the headaches and everything worth it. So I kind of fell into this like slump where I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Because everyone's talking about drop shipping. It's the hot thing to do. Everyone's getting rich off of it. And I couldn't do it. So I thought I was a failure, you know. Um, but luckily around this time, I also fell into Gary Vee. And Gary Vee at that time, you couldn't watch a single video of his without him calling you some sort of name for not being on TikTok. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get on TikTok, try to test it out, see how it goes. And um, yeah, I was on TikTok for about a month and a half before I first got a video that kind of went viral. It only got 80,000 views at that time, but it was the first taste. You know, it was, it was a sign that it worked. So I kept doubling down. I kept posting five times every single day on TikTok. And then fast forward 
uh, four months, I was crossing 400,000 followers and I had videos with like 12, 13, 14 million views. And that quickly changed my life. Wow, wow. As a matter of fact, uh, today it's uh, June 20th. I'm, uh, for those people who are listening to the podcast in the future, June 20th, 2020. And you have a, just shy of 500,000 followers, half a million followers. Is that correct? So yes. I was actually wondering, I was going to ask you this question. So what do you think made you stand out from everyone else that's trying to do what you are doing? Well, for starters, um, I was one of the first kind of like, entrepreneurially minded accounts on TikTok. I remember when I first got on TikTok, you could look up the hashtag entrepreneur and you would only see like two or three other people on the entire app that were posting content relevant to that. Um, and it's something that Gary Vee always talks about is you're either first or you're best, you know? And it's really hard to be best because only one person in the world can be best, but you can always be first. And so I took advantage of that and that was kind of what spring-loaded my success. And now I'm just kind of riding that wave of being one of the first people to be talking about important stuff and educating people rather than just dancing and, you know, doing yes. stuff that, you know, TikTok was known for. For sure. For sure. Listen, TikTok is still fairly new. I mean, it's, it's been growing a lot, but it's still fairly new as app. And how long you said it, how long did it really take you to get a hang of it from going from zero followers to actually being like, all right, now I know what I'm kind of doing. Yeah. So it took me about a month and a half um, of posting literally like at least twice a day, sometimes even five times a day. I just recently went back and counted how many videos it took for me to reach that first like pop. And it took me 73 videos. 73 videos to get that first video to kind of go viral. And it, it was still only 80,000 views, which was a lot. But, you know, I, I was watching these people get millions and millions of views. Um, but the thing is, like, I didn't let that stop me. You know, nowadays, um, with the, some of the people that I work with, a lot of them will be doing it for two weeks. They'll reach 4,000 followers in those two weeks, and they complain about it. It's pretty crazy the perspective, like the shift in perspective. And what I, what I always tell them is like, I want you to post 20 times a day on Instagram and let me know if you get uh, 2,000, 4,000 followers on, in two weeks on Instagram, because it's not gonna happen. Not at all, not at all, 100%. And here's the thing, I know that you were testing so many different things to do 72 videos. So give me an idea, like, when did you know that that type of format you were using was the right format? Because I'm not, I'm sure that you didn't do the same, same kind of format for the 72 videos before it went viral. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So what I kind of started off with was a lot of like mindset oriented stuff. Um, when it came to TikTok and like entrepreneurship, and that wasn't really getting a lot of views. And the very first video that really garnered a lot of views, which is the 80,000 view video, was a video that I talked about how to start flipping items on eBay. So like I literally went and I documented myself going to a Goodwill, finding an item, then going home and showing how to list that item on eBay. So it was very tutorial friendly. But what I realized in that video, and I didn't know this at the time, but what I realized worked 
was that all of my individual snippets that made up the video, because the video itself was pretty long. It was about 50 seconds, which is considered long on TikTok. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't talk consecutively for more than four seconds. So like I would say something for four seconds and then the image would switch and I would talk for three seconds and the image would switch. Um, and so that's when I realized like, it's not a joke when people say that people's attention spans are dying. It's crazy. Like the average attention span is seven seconds nowadays. So if you're talking for more than seven seconds without causing some sort of shift or something happening that stimulates stimulates um, their their um, um, visual, then yeah. you're going to lose the person. And yeah, so once right. I realized that, I just incorporated that style into most of my videos. And now they didn't all perform as well, but they were definitely performing a lot better than what I was doing before. For sure. So interesting you bring up the fact that uh, people's attention span are decreasing because I had on the podcast Muriel, which is uh, like a national best-selling author of books like Hooked and Indistractable. So he talks about the fact that in reality, what happened is, yes, people's attention is shorter, but not because something happened to them. There's just so much more stuff to do in the 24 hours, like... People have TikTok, they have Instagram, they have YouTube, they have Google, they literally have a million things that they could do. So if you're not providing something like you said, changing at a constant basis, they will make that change themselves. If mm -hmm. you don't give them that switch of focus, they will switch themselves. Listen, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. And like for those of the people that are listening at home, they know I own a marketing agency and I also have my podcast, but I know that a lot of entrepreneurs that work with me and they want to get on social media or they are on social media, they want to provide value. And unfortunately, before I saw your content, to be completely honest, and maybe Gary Vee and Grant Cardone, maybe like, I did not see people providing too much value on mm -hmm. TikTok. So can you please like tell our listeners, it is possible and, and, you know, how can people get started even just thinking about providing value while entertaining and being, you know, on, on TikTok and, and kind of being great on TikTok at the same time, not just being boring, right? Right. So I think it's important to highlight the fact that, yes, bringing value is, in, is the long-term play, right? Because you do see a lot of these people, and this is because I study TikTok like crazy, I see a lot of these individuals that have videos that go to like 10, 15, 20 million views, right? But they're one hit wonders because they did something either super ridiculous or something super funny, whatever the case may be, that garnered them attention for one specific event. But because they don't know how to provide value, because they don't know how to provide information, they just, they, they die off at that one, that one hit. Right. Because they don't know how to replicate that because it was by accident or because it, it was unintentional, whatever it, that yes. they did. But when you look at the individuals and you study history and you study like viral videos and you study all of this, you will notice that all of these people provide value. Right. So the, the secret is knowing that when you provide value, you're not necessarily going to get that immediate uh, gratification, but it's a snowball effect right? Because the audience is starting to know you as something. They don't just see you once, think you're funny, and then forget about you. So like value is what's going to keep you relevant in the long run, 
And that's what people don't understand. People want that instant gratification. So they want to, they want to do this crazy dance or they want to hurt themselves or they want to do something that's going to get them that attention immediately. Then you got to realize like, no, you got to provide value. You got to teach people how to do something. You got to inform people. And that's how you create that community over a long run. And that's really what's going to get you that success that you want in the long run. For sure. I wanted to ask about uh, more the nuts and bolts of how to put together a TikTok video because you just talked to me about the fact that you made a video about flipping things on eBay, which is super cool, by the way. I'm an e-commerce entrepreneur myself, so I definitely uh, love that topic. But the cool thing about it is that you told me that you had to go to uh, Goodwill and then you had to film that there and then come home and do something else. So how long does it generally take you to make one 50 second, 30 second video? Uh, well, when I first got started, it was a lot longer, right? Um, now I can usually bust out a, you know, a 45 second video with edits and everything included probably takes me like five minutes just because I've done oh, it wow. so many times. Um, but at first, just like anything else, right? It's, you just got to practice. And the first video that you ever going to do is not going to be perfect. And it's not going to fit TikTok's dimensions. I can guarantee you that, but it's, it's a combination of two things, right? It's, it's a combination of going out and finding the people that are already having the success that you want to have in your specific niche, because we're at a point where I promise you there's at least one person talking about whatever it is you want to talk about and having success. So like going out and finding these people and then just start emulating what they're doing. You know, every niche has their style of portraying information. So you just got to find what that is and then um, emulate that, make it you so that it's at the end of the day, it's still you who are doing it. You're not just directly ripping someone off, but you're just emulating them. Very important difference. And then just testing it and, and putting out content. And then once you get that one video that pops off, study that one video look at all the things that you did in that video and then just replicate that and keep replicating that and keep replicating it. And it'll start to snowball. For sure. Super, super interesting. Listen, man, I wanted to ask you a question about, uh, do you use any third party apps or anything or you just do everything straight on TikTok? Um, no. So the TikTok algorithm actually favors content that is native to the app. So, at less, unless you're at scale where you can be posting, you know, literally 10 to 12 times a day from outside source, from imported content, you're way, 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 way better off doing content that is native to the app. So shooting it and editing it in the app is what's going to benefit you because you have to think there's a reason that people are leaving Instagram, right? There's a, there's a reason why, um, even, even YouTube is losing some of its traffic to TikTok. And it's because these styles of both are just not as entertaining and they're just, they don't fit what's working, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so what makes you think that people that are leaving Instagram wanna see Instagram content on TikTok? Because they don't, you know what I mean? So people wanna see content that's native on TikTok. Now, of course, you have people like Gary Vee, and I don't know if you know who Jason Capital is, but yeah, he's off. And they're both killing it, right? They're both killing it on TikTok. But that's because Jason Capital is literally posting 15 times a day, and Gary Vee at one point was also posting like eight, nine, ten times a day. So 
if you're just getting started on TikTok and you don't have the scale to be producing that amount of content that's imported, 100% put all of your focus and attention into shooting and editing everything within the app. It's just like it makes me think, uh, like because I I've done a lot of SEO for my clients, for myself, for for the podcast, and like whenever I think about algorithms, I think there's a reason why they're in place, and there's a reason why the TikTok algorithm favorites. Like, why would it favorite someone go on another app altogether, do all the work outside of that app, and then bring it in, as opposed to someone that's you know sips the Kool Aid of the freaking app and just goes all in on that specific app and just like uses all the different things that you can do. Like for example, on Instagram, I got people ask me, hey, I'm not growing my Instagram. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Well, I'm just posting. I'm not doing stories. I'm not doing lives. I'm mm. not doing anything else. And I'm like, well, you're literally using 20% of the app. Like, <laughs> they release new features for you to use those features, not to pretend they don't exist, right? But it makes total, total sense, man. Listen, um, I wanted to ask you about you know, how to monetize a TikTok account. I want to really dive in deep in the subject because, you know, at the end of the day, this podcast is all about scaling a business. So it's great to have followers, but without making money from those followers, at the end of the day, it's just vanity metrics, right? So hmm. what do you suggest? Actually, what are you doing to monetize and what are your plans to monetize your account? Okay, so... There isn't a way to like directly monetize um, your videos, right? A lot of people think that, that there is, but it's not like YouTube yet. You can't do like ad revenue or anything like that. Um, so you have to find, you know, third source party like ways of monetizing, whether that be affiliate marketing or uh, pushing out a course, whatever the case may be. The way that I monetized my account was that I was able to master TikTok, right? That was step number one for me. So what I did was I took a screenshot of my analytics when I had probably like 60 or 70 million views in a single month. I took a screenshot of my analytics and I DM'd um, an entrepreneur, a millionaire entrepreneur that I knew from my local gym. I DM'd him the screenshot and I, I literally just said, hey man, this is my results on TikTok. Imagine what I could do for you, right? Him already having a million uh, followers on Instagram. Um, he messaged me. He's like, he asked me a bunch of questions, yada, yada. And at the end of the day, this was the key. I do believe it to, the, to this day was that I said, um, I will work for free for the first month. And nice. from that moment, he was sold. Like, I didn't have to say anything else. He was like, All right, come over to my house, do whatever it is you got to do. We'll figure it out and just post it. Um, very first video we did together um, that we posted got 9.6 million views. Holy! <laughs> what? Yeah. So he just uh, hold on. He, did he have a TikTok account or did you guys? Nope. Wow! 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 That's that's awesome, man. That's super cool. <laughs> um. Wow. So yeah, after we posted that video, I mean, nothing else had to be said. You know, he was a full believer in the system. He he understood the power of TikTok, and um. Yeah, after getting him as kind of like my testimonial, it just made it a, a lot easier for me to be able to contact other individuals with that, that screenshot, my screenshot, and his testimonial. And slowly but surely, I started getting more clients. I started becoming a consultant for TikTok. And yeah, that's how I monetized my TikTok. And so now what I want to do is because in a, a span of about three months, TikTok has literally changed my life. 
Um, like I recently had my first five figure month because of TikTok, like a hundred percent on the back of TikTok. Mm. And so now I want to teach other people how to do the same thing. Right. So for sure. that's where the course comes in for me. Cause I'm rolling out this new course where I oh, teach okay. people everything from TikTok. Um, the back end, how to edit your videos, what kind of content, everything, right? I go in depth about how to, how to, um, master TikTok itself. Now, on top of that, I'm going to be hosting a webinar where I'm going to teach people how to do cold calling, how to reach out to businesses, how to reach out to individuals. Once you've mastered what TikTok is, how do you then build your clientele so that you automate TikTok for other people? Because TikTok in and of itself, when you're first getting started, is time consuming. It takes a while to create and record the videos. Now, when you're reaching out to businesses and you're reaching out to entrepreneurs and you're reaching out to other people, most of these people don't have time to run their TikToks, which is unfortunate because of the power that TikTok gives us. So what's, what better system than someone who can come in and completely automate the TikTok for you? you the other person gets the amazing benefits of TikTok and then you get paid for doing you know, for handling someone's TikTok, which is a lot better than working a job. 100%, man. That is super cool. Super, super cool. And, and what about the course? Are you going to have it uh, hosted on, uh, like, how's it going to be? Like a membership website or you just buy the course and you log in? How, how, how do you have it set up? Yeah, so when you buy the course, um, then you get an option to join the webinar. Um, you get to, like, RSVP for the webinars. Like, it gives you the dates and everything. Um, and then, yeah, you just, once you get the course, study the study up on the course and then as all the webinars are recorded as well. So they're going to be uploaded as part of the course in case you join in late. Um, and it's really cool because I'm almost going to be doing kind of like a podcast within the course. Um, cause I'm going to have other entrepreneurs teaching some of the webinars. You know, if someone wants to learn how to do affiliate marketing with their TikTok, I have a client who did $12,000 in a single month from affiliate marketing on TikTok. So I'm going to have other entrepreneurs teaching their ways. So if someone's interested in somebody else's message, you know, go ahead. Like I want to help you as much as I can with your TikTok. And if it, if it means going down a different route, then so be it. And I'm also going to have other big TikTokers kind of coming on and, and talking about their experience with TikTok, how they were able to monetize it. And it's just going to be really cool. That's super interesting, man. And I was just wondering, are you making any plans to, you know, like, uh, grow maybe an email list from TikTok and driving traffic to a funnel because like at the end of the day that's what the course and the webinar is, is kind of about right you're going to also have traffic funnel in from TikTok straight on to straight on to maybe like your email list I'm assuming right yeah so I already have that in place um, giving away an ebook that captures the email so yeah we have we have a lot of stuff in place it's really exciting the results we're getting so far um, and yeah, I'm just super excited to get, get, get the webinar rolling and get everything on the back end kind of, kind of rocking and rolling. All right, man. Listen, this conversation was eye opening in so many different ways. I thank you so much for being on the show today. Jesus. Uh, I want to have you back in the future once your course is live and once you start, you know, uh, picking up steam with that, which is definitely not going to take that long based on uh, your <laughs> current uh, numbers. So, man, thank you again very much, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me on. Bye-bye. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? 
can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at B. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B, and I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again, and I will talk to you again soon.